um, one thing I just, you know, I'll say right off the bat, I'm, I'm out of jokes. I'm now <laughs> out of jokes. <laughs> that's, uh, that's it. I'm, I'm, I'm old, I'm tired, and um, I'm not funny anymore, I think. I don't know. Welcome to another episode of Battery Mates. I am Matthew in uh, my bathroom in London. <laughs> uh, that's disturbing. And I, this is Toby, uh, not in a bathroom in Chicago. I <laughs> uh, just want to clarify for anyone new to the uh, to the Battery Mates world, I am not on the loo. I'm, I'm just I'm just using the bathroom as it's the quietest place in our small apartment. Um, just wanted to clear that up. No. <laughs> PPs or doo-doos are occurring during the episode. On your end. Uh, on my end. I don't <laughs> want to speak for Toby. Anyway, welcome to season four of Battery Mates. <laughs> it sounds so silly saying that out loud. This is season four, Toby. We're getting very old. I think it's what's happening. We've done this for this is our fourth year. This? That can't be right. That's, do the math. That's not right. Right? Is this is right? this is the fourth season of Battery Mates. Oh, my God. Uh, in that time, we've had two children separately not together um you've moved house once i've moved house twice including once across the atlantic ocean yeah and um both our teams have got less good <laughs> yeah it seems like that wet way yeah well we both we both peaked in what 2016 right in every yeah. way <laughs> yeah <laughs> the, the country the, that was, the peak of battery mates was uh the peak of the nationals and cleveland and the american republic yeah it really is Down, um hill since then <laughs> uh but i'm sure that'll you know this new season will be great i'm sure the both the episodes will be fantastic and i'm sure the baseball season will be just wonderful um, yep. So we're going to. going to happen, um, I think. They're going to play the games. They are going to play games. We are 37 days out from pitches and catches. Yeah. Reporting. That's crazy. That's great. I, every December, I kind of like, I don't know if I like baseball anymore. <laughs> and also at the same time, feel like annoyed at not being able to watch baseball every day. Yeah. <laughs> so there's contradictory feelings. And then, <laughs> and then when, when pitches and catches reporting number gets down to like, 35 30 i'm like okay let's do this i'm back i'm back in it i kind of feel like i need those those kind of few weeks over christmas but with 37 days till pitch to catch report this is the first episode of season four we're going to go through what we've been doing during the oof season uh which is what i'll, I'll notes say oof. and then we've got a, 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 we've got a really um fun half-hearted attempt at empathy with justin Baraski. yeah the, i think the number one um Battery Mates listener last season. And by a number one, you mean only? Is that, is that just a synonym for only? Yeah, it's okay. like, you know, it's like membership numbers, number one. <laughs> there was no number two. <laughs> if you want number two, uh, and you listen to this episode up until this is moment, minute three, I think, go ahead and send, uh, send in $30 and uh, we'll send you a membership card in the mail. <laughs> we should do Battery Mates membership. <laughs> We have a founding member in Battery Mates. <laughs> so uh, how, how has your off-season been? <laughs> um, well, I mean, for one, it's been two months since the season ended. 
it took me a second putting the notes together today to remember who even won the World Series. Like, I don't think it was so. I mean, we talked about it last time. It being, uh, uh, it didn't end up being a boring World Series, but I was just so not into it. I don't know. I don't know. We talked about that last time, but uh, and I <laughs> took me a member uh, a little while to remember that uh, Boston finally broke their curse and, uh, and and won the World <laughs> Series this year. Um, so congratulations to the to Beantown. Um, I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't that. It wasn't a classic World Series. Um, other than the the amazing storyline of of Big Papi yes. winning a ring in his final season, <laughs> finally getting the ring, yeah. <laughs> so you know, one thing I realized we didn't do is ever report back on who won the preseason predictions prize. So I feel like we should do that. I mean, now that we've, I think we've delivered at least half of the predictions prizes from 2017. Yep. <laughs> um, yep. It's time to announce the winner of the 2018 award. So we can uh, hopefully deliver a surprise by 2023. And so um, this was a close one. Um, no one actually picked the Red Sox to win the World Series. So um, it came down to who picked the right people to make the World Series. A lot of people had the Dodgers in the World Series. And um, only uh, Dave Duberstein had the Red Sox in the World Series. But unfortunately, huh. he had them playing the Cubs. And so it cost him a, a repeat, um, uh, which would have been interesting. An interesting storyline for Battery Mates Nation. Um, but this year, um, uh, by picking the uh, his Yankees to win 97 games, only missed the, the, the mark by three, um, picking them to make the playoffs, he did pick them to go to the World Series, didn't happen, but he picked them to play the Dodgers, which did happen. Well, the Dodgers won the World Series. Um, so for a total points of seven, which is fairly low, um, Alex Wall wins the preseason prediction prize. Um, so congratulations, Alex. Um, don't give us your mailing address just yet. Um, we'll, <laughs> we'll work on, um, you know, p- perhaps by the time we have the prize ready, uh, we won't need the mail. Um, it'll just be something we can, you know, deliver the, through our minds. The, the prize is a, uh, a democratic president from, uh, <laughs> <laughs> January, 2021. Uh. I think I, you know what, I know we, what the prize we, we talked about offline, um, and um, I never bought it, so we, <laughs> we need to actually do it. <laughs> um, but the, well, the we, off-season we, we, itself, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I, I have actually got, um, I've got plans for this season's prize. I'm not going to say them now, because my track record of actually delivering is low. <laughs> but I am going to, I've got some ideas. I, I think I think we're going to have a good prize this year. Yeah, I, I, I count on it, yeah. Um, <laughs> so the, my oof season, um, I mean, nothing, not a whole lot, unless your team is the Mariners who has completely turned their team over. Um, and I guess the Mets and Dodgers and Reds have all made some trades. The Mets are a different team. I think they, they added some people, but like nobody, you know, Bryson, uh, Bryce Harper and Manny Machado haven't signed, you know, the Indians have lost a lot of players. We'll talk about the Cleveland's with Justin in a little more detail, but they've had a... <clears throat> It's it's not been a fun off season so far for us, um, and we're kind of waiting. I want to fast forward to see what happens because clearly they're not done. Or they, they better not be done because um, they've just shed players so far. They haven't really um, added anything to make them better, which is what you would want to do. You, ideally, that is what yeah. you want to do. Yeah, I mean the the Nationals have been we're, we're, we're pretty busy right off the bat um, in um, November and added uh, Kurt Suzuki. Um, behind the plate, and I don't know if this is going to be awkward between us. Jan Gomes <laughs> signed for yeah. the Nationals as well. 
No, I mean, I love, I love Jan. Um, I always will like Jan Gomes, but, um, and I, I wish him well. Uh, but we made, it was a trade. It wasn't not like he left us for you. True, true. Yeah. It was a trade. Um, I, but I'm really, I'm really excited about that. Um, but other than that, I, I kind of feel like everyone else is waiting for a, at least one of Manny Machado or Bryce Harper to sign somewhere, just to sign of kind of set the market and and see where it goes from there. I, I've heard a stat. I can't remember the exact number, but there's kind of like over. 200 free agents waiting to sign is that that, that maybe that's <laughs> that can't be right maybe yeah i should check that before <laughs> we started talking rather than uh, afterwards i'll issue a correction well do, our, and, our uh, fact checkers will work on it don't worry about it yeah <laughs> yes exactly but there, there are a lot of free agents waiting to sign and i kind of feel like nothing's going to really start moving but once either of those two or both of those two sign it will be a kind of a, a bit more like an nba style um uh uh, uh you know when it, when everything goes mad in that short period of time. I'm not obviously not a base basketball fan, so <laughs> I'm not describing it very well. But you know what I mean, where it's just like those two or three days of absolute mayhem. What, I kind of feel like that's brewing. What do the Nationals need to do? What what do you what do you guys need? We don't we don't we don't massively need to do much else. I kind of feel like our outfield is is going to be fine without Bryce. Um, we've got uh, Juan Soto, Victor Robles, Adam Eaton. As are every day's mm-hmm. Michael A. Taylor is a decent uh, backup. It's a it's a good outfield. If you add Bryce, then that kind of shakes a few things up. If you don't add Bryce, then there should be some money. It would be good to add another starting pitcher, mm-hmm. but not essential. It would be good to add um, a higher tier second baseman, but not essential. If 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 the Nationals start the season with the team they have right now, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. That's not where the Cleveland Indians are. Um, <laughs> we, our, our starting rotation is nice. We have a nice starting rotation um, and and a good infield. We have a great infield. I'm happy with the infield. Um, I don't think we have any outfielders who would start on – they wouldn't have any outfielders that would start on the Nationals. Most teams that are like contenders, I don't think any of our outfielders would start on those teams. Um, so we need to fix the outfield. Um, we've lost a lot of pieces in the bullpen – uh, Andrew Miller, Cody Allen is likely gone, um, and we we need to uh, we need to we need some help there. Um, and I guess that's the big. Those are the big. I mean, that's a lot. I mean, we need probably at least one major bat in the outfield. Um, I don't know. It's uh, it's a it's a big. It's a it's a it's a lot. There's a lot going on. Um, but uh, we'll we'll get into more of that with uh, with Justin. I'm sure he'll have a lot of insight. Um, what uh, do you think it's? Should we do uh, a word from our sponsor and, and go into our half-hearted attempt? Yeah, let's get Justin on. Okay. Well, let's do the word from our sponsor first. I don't want to. I, I want to sure, keep sure, the sure. lights on, Matthew. <laughs> this episode of Battery Mates is brought to you by Casper. Did you know you spend one third of your life sleeping? And studies show you're going to spend even more of your life dead. That's why Casper developed the state-of-the-art Casper coffins. Designed just like our mattresses, with a special blend of four types of foam. Comfort foam to provide support, cooling, and bounce. Memory foam for comfort. Support foam, foam, which props up your body so you don't sink in completely to your forever mattress. And transition foam to escort you to the great beyond. Casper coffins come in a suspiciously small pine box, and you can get yours for $50 for a limited time with the offer code BATTERYMATES at checkout. As always, if you don't like it, you can return it within 100 days for your money back. Try Casper Coffins so you can truly, finally, rest in peace. 
great stuff. I always appreciate. I just like that they're innovating. You know, they don't. They're not comfortable with just keeping people comfortable at night. <laughs> uh, they're a good. They're, what a good company, and they support so many of the the great pod, pro, podcasts and, and programs and shows. Yeah, uh, really it's finally us. good to get some of their money. Yeah, <laughs> it is nice to have to their worry. money. Yeah, um, but let's actually get Justin Braski on because uh, uh, I think you know this is getting boring. I'm sure the listeners are bored. <laughs> Justin, are you there? I'm here. Hey. Right. We did it. This is a, there's a Skype is always a fun tool. Um, <laughs> This is welcome to our first half-hearted attempt at off-season empathy here in what we're calling season four of Battery Mates. Um, we haven't actually our fact checkers are working on the math to make sure this is actually season four. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Justin, uh, hot off the twenty-eight campaign, campaign, um, twenty-eighteen campaign. Wow, I've only had seven beers, guys. This is not my language shouldn't be uh, yeah, fresh I mean, off the twenty-eighteen campaign. There we go. Yeah, I, I think Donald Trump calls it the campaign, but but <laughs> yeah. Thanks for having me on. Uh, you, but you. So thank you for uh, help. You were the campaign manager for Sherry Brown's reelection campaign. Um, thank you for getting that done. Um, that's uh, important for us, I think, as a country for Ohio. Um, you know, that's big. So good work. Well, thank you. It was certainly wasn't just me, but we were very happy to to reelect Sherrod. Uh, on what was a very mixed bag uh, uh, election night, especially if you were in Ohio. So right. Oh, sorry. Yeah, the prep work here said that. Yeah, the notes here say I should say it was all you, and you're going to say it wasn't all me. Okay, that's, that's right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're going to talk about baseball, but you know we'll, we can we can pepper in some politics too, um, whenever you feel like it. Uh, uh, and also, wait, big news! Uh, you're also having a kid this spring. This is going to be a big year for everyone. Yeah. Uh, my wife is about 20 weeks pregnant, so we're halfway there. Um, the one time we found time alone together during the campaign, uh, we got pregnant. So I'm very excited about that. Um, we we are recording. Yes, we, this is we, <laughs> sure. Thanks, Justin. Now we need to put the explicit warning on the <laughs> on the on the episode <laughs> description. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> Congratulations, man! That's huge. So. That, I'm you. not very good at maths. That's uh, that's pre All Star break. Uh, it's certainly pre Labor Day. Got it, got it. Yeah. So just in time for uh, uh, postseason. Right, right. Well, yes. I don't. Uh, I don't know how the math works. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how the uh, biology works, Toby? Well. Uh, well, I, I'm still learning about that too. There are a lot of books that have. Uh, it really surprised me since <laughs> since I found out Lauren was pregnant that I've been reading. <laughs> um, well, let's um, let's get it. Let's dive into the baseball here. Um, this this is this is going to go off the tracks if we don't bring it back in here. Um, so Cleveland's they're back to back to back Central Division champs. Um, you know we're here to talk about uh, the off season and all that. Uh, it doesn't look like anyone in the division is hot on their tails this this year. Um, it's a god awful division. 
Um, and but the problem is the the Clevelands have lost now I think two or three All Stars of free agency. I think three if you count Josh Donaldson. Um, they traded away another All Star in their starting catcher to the Nationals, as we, we mentioned earlier. Um, there are rumors out there that they're considering trading one of their uh, several amazing starting pitchers, potentially two-time Cy Young winner Corey Kluber. I guess our question is for you, Justin, should the Browns keep Greg Williams as their head coach? Yeah, I don't, I don't think they should, but it's uh, <laughs> certainly been a depressing offseason for the Cleveland Baseball Club. Um, you know, the, the offseason seems to be moving slowly, so they can certainly salvage it because the Indians have, have created so much cap space. But if if all they're going to do is is you know bring in Greg Hill to play George Hill I should say to play point guard um, then I think that would be a failure you know they still have probably the best rotation certainly in the division if not the American League but the lineup gets really dicey after after the top three or four right. or so so they need to they need some outfielders they need to to maybe do something with Kipnis. Uh, and there's still plenty of time to do it, uh, but not liking what I've seen so far. Yeah. What What, what do you think they're trying to do? Because from the outside, very outside, it, it it kind of feels like they, you know, are they are they trying to work on the farm system? Are they trying to you know, build for this season or next season or the season after? What do you think they're trying to do? Well, the only thing that they definitely seem to be trying to do is cut payroll, which they've done very well uh, probably better than any team in baseball in the offseason <laughs> so they've won that championship but um, put up the banner you know I, the, yeah the, re- the rest is is undecided like i mean if they go and make a run at uh, you know bryce harper or an all-star outfielder then clearly they were trying to position themselves to to be able to make a big splash if they're simply trying to pay for the rising salaries of lindor and bauer and cut payroll, which is really what Cleveland teams up until we had Dan Gilbert have always done. Mm-hmm. Um, then, you know, that's a little depressing. And it's probably still good enough to win the division. Uh, you're not going to need Minnesota had 78 wins last year and they came in second place. So you're not even really going to need more than 85, 86 wins at most to win this division, which they can certainly still do. But it'll be a lot harder to, to catch up with the Astros or the Yankees are teams that cheat like the Red Sox. And, you know, that's upsetting if you're an Indians fan. How many wins do you think this team has in them if, if, they, if they, go to the, they go into the season with this roster as currently constructed? Well, the rotation's certainly no worse. And, you know, the bullpen is slightly worse. But really, some of the folks they lost um, didn't pitch much last year. And you you do have the the two relievers they traded for going to be on the team the whole season this year. The lineup is significantly worse. So, you know, I I think they probably have at least, you know, 85 wins in them, which, again, is enough to win the division in the central. Um, But there'll probably be six teams or so that finish with a better record than them just in the American League. Right. Yeah, no. You, what's what? What are your two top two priorities for if you had if you were in the front office? What's uh, what moves are you making? Well, it's it's tough because I really don't. I really hated uh, the rumors about trading a starting pitcher, but you they have to get they have to get some kind of all star outfielder 
talent. I mean, they they really have four fourth outfielders on the team right now. Um, so I, you have to do something to to beef up the outfield. And I think what you need not only is a, a all star level player to replace uh, Brantley, but you need um, another sort of everyday outfielder who's probably a, a top prospect that can start playing every day. You need to do something with Jason Kipnis's dead body. Uh, as much as I, <laughs> as much as I like him, and he almost hit the biggest home run in, in yeah. baseball history. You know, when he, in uh, in Game Seven in 2016. Um, but you probably have to move him uh, any way possible, just because he's making a lot of money and not really producing. And then you you need some bullpen help. Um, always that's really the easiest thing to fix and the cheapest thing to fix so i expect them to do that but you got to get an an outfielder i mean they've got two of the best players two of the best hitters in the game uh in lindor and ramirez but uh after that it gets it gets really dicey yeah i do like that they brought santana back though yeah no i mean i think the offseason so far has been really just just like disheartening but i think it's it's not it better not be over is on <laughs> if it's not yeah, it be the end. <laughs> I don't think it is. I, I, it just seems like overall, not just the Indians, but other teams ha- have moved really slowly. There are still some really big names out there. Uh, even teams that have a ton of money. haven't really done much yet. So yeah. it does seem like there are some more shoes to drop. And I don't, I don't want to sound too depressed about the Indians who are in the middle of I yeah. think you'd say their their second best run in my lifetime right now, um, short of the the run that started in '94 and went to 2001. I mean, they've had six straight winning seasons. They've won the division three times, made the playoffs four times, World Series once. So things are things are pretty good if you're a Cleveland baseball fan. You don't you don't think there is any chance of going for Bryce? I, I mean, they. The largest free agent contract I think they ever signed was Edwin Encarnacion, and they only kept him for two years because they wanted to save some money. So I, I, I don't think so, but I guess there's always a chance. Uh, as, as Kevin Garnett said when the, when the Boston Celtics cheated their way to an NBA championship in 2008, anything's possible. <laughs> I, I wanted to ask uh, you both really about um, – uh, the the White Sox are one of the teams mentioned quite often as pursuing uh, Bryce. Do you think that he there's any chance he ends up in your division? I guess so. I, I, I'm not familiar with their payroll situation, but even if they add him, I mean, this is a team that I, I think barely won 60 games. I think yeah, they lost 100 games. They lost 100 year. games last year. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, he may end up on the White Sox, but he, let's say he improves them by 20 games, which seems like a lot for one player. They still only win 82 games. So I, I, I hope he doesn't go there because I, I hate the White Sox. But, uh, you know, we'll unless see. he can pitch um, and uh, and hit. Unless he, yeah, even then, I yeah. think they, they, he, they win maybe 75 games next year. They gave up a lot of runs. I, I don't <laughs> I don't remember where they ranked, but I think they gave up more runs than almost anyone in the American League. Maybe, maybe um, I think Baltimore was had, was the worst at that. But, but yeah, the White Sox pitching was just horrendous, and I don't think Bryce Harper's going to pitch. So <laughs> there are still a couple. They 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 can be good maybe in a couple years, but uh, I think they're yeah. a couple years away. I think 
They were yeah. pretty bad last year. So they, yeah, they were horrendous. I mean, a lot of the team. I think they were. I think the only team uh, other than us in our division that didn't have a winning percentage under 400 was the Twins. So <laughs> I mean, like we were a really bad division. I, there were. I mean, we were by far the worst division in the league. I, I, I think by almost every metric. Yeah. I do think the Orioles might have been the worst team in the league in baseball, but but we were the worst division. So, you know, I think we want to transition to what listeners really want to know about. Um, and, and that's your, your boss, Sherry Brown. Um, so, you know, let's I think we should this time for an announcement. Who's his favorite player on the team? <laughs> Well, I know who his favorite player isn't on the team, but I'm not. I'm, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna say because I. I don't want to get him into trouble since you know he goes to a lot of games. He likes a lot of different players. Uh, you know, he's a he's a big fan of of Lindor. He's a he's a big Kluber fan. He liked Andrew Miller a lot, um, but uh, you know, I think Sherrod is uh, also very unhappy with the off season so far and is is hoping that they make a splash of sorts. Yeah, he's holding out. He's not going to make any announcements about his future until Cleveland makes a, some more moves, right? That's, the, that's why I heard. That's why I heard. Yeah, yeah, that's, you know, as he's going through this decision-making process, he's told me that the three most important things are um, his wife, uh, his fan, the rest of his family, and the Indians signing an all-star outfielder. <laughs> so uh, I, think, I think once everyone's, you know, on board and the Indians have beefed up their lineup, then he'll really get serious. I mean, the thing is you don't want to, you don't want to go to all of the effort. It is a, an incredible process running for president, let alone being the president. You don't want to go through all of that, put your family through that. And then the first world series champions you invite to the white, the white house or anyone other than your own team. That just makes the whole thing not worthwhile. Right. Well, I, I think, I think if uh, if Sherrod was president, it would sort of play out similarly to how it's been going with President Trump, but but different. <laughs> Whereas teams are refusing to go to the White House uh, with President Trump, it would actually be a, a President Sherrod Brown who refused to invite teams uh, <laughs> because there's no way he would ever have the Yankees uh, or the Red Sox over there. Um, <laughs> So it would actually be it would be really interesting. Um, but maybe they'll have an event know. at the museum or something like that to when they welcome to town. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I guess it's possible that like someone from the Yankees lineup would call him a bum on Twitter because he he told them that they're not invited, but they actually wouldn't be invited. <laughs> <laughs> but he so he would be the first. Now you know I'm not getting ahead of myself a little bit, but just a little he would be the first tribe fan president right obviously i mean i i i guess i don't i don't know who grover cleveland rooted for (laughs) i mean surely (laughs) or or baseball was even around um but yeah i mean probably uh wouldn't be the first one to throw a pitch out at, at jacobs field but no um yeah i would think would be the first uh cleveland fan president so, um, you know, I think the Matthew, sorry, do you have anything? No, 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 go ahead. I have, I have a la- one final question for you, Justin. I think this is a, uh, this is gonna be the first season without Chief Wahoo on the Cleveland, the Cleveland's uh, uniforms. Um, right. and so uh, how much on a scale of like one to David Duke, are you going to miss, uh, Wahoo? I mean, I'm, I'm not going to miss it at all. Um, <laughs> 
you know, I think Toby, you and I both grew up with Chief Wahoo when yeah. we were kids and, and we had, at least I had coats and hats and shirts and I had Chief Wahoo up in my room and I, uh, you know, was a kid and I, di- I didn't know any better. And, uh, as this has gotten more and more controversial and it really has been for years, cause I can remember going to Indians games as a kid and, and seeing people protesting and not understanding why. I, I've never understood why an adult would get angry about a cartoon not being the logo for their team. Uh, you know, you, you root for the city, you root for the players, you root for your team, you don't root for the cartoon logo. Uh, and it's, it's, it's an entirely absurd controversy, um, in my opinion. You know, not that people get offended by it, but by that people get offended that we're getting rid of it. Chairs. They sell merchandise about keeping him. That's, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just ridiculous. And, and if that's, you know, the few people I've heard say that, you know, they're outraged, they're not going to do another game or, you know, if that, then don't go. I mean, you know, you went to Browns games for 20 years while they were trash, but if the <laughs> Indians changing their logo makes you not want to go, that's fine. And, and unfortunately, you know, while the team won't have the logo, we are going to see it. You know, I don't know about you, but the last couple of games I went to in Cleveland, it was still everywhere. I mean, because because a lot of fans really like it. And, yeah, you know, I don't think that they I don't think everyone who likes it, you know, is is trying to make a political statement. Unfortunately, they, they are without meaning to. And yeah, uh, I will not miss it. Maybe we'll win the World Series this year because uh, because he's gone. Yeah, I mean, maybe they don't need to sign a, an outfielder. If I mean, maybe they're getting rid of Wahoo is all that was standing in their way. But, yeah, it's 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 entirely possible. I, I I also think we should talk about the the next defensive logo in baseball, the red B for the Boston Red Sox. <laughs> uh, they should have to wear uh, uniforms and hats that that don't identify them. <laughs> like the uh, Department of Corrections uniforms or what? <laughs> Yeah, just nothing. Just they should just come out onto the field and like they should play in orange jumpsuits. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that would be fine. <laughs> oh well, um, Justin, it's been great having you on the show. Um, we'll we'll have you back when, um, uh, well, of course, when uh, we the Clevelands uh, win the World Series. Uh, in their first year with Oahu. <laughs> um, yeah, that is going to be very exciting. And I, I appreciate you having me on uh, during the off season to talk some baseball. And, and Justin, you're going to, you're going to let us know about our, uh, our pitch to have uh, Sherrod make a, a, any kind of announcement about his future on the show exclusively. You'll let us know about that. Yeah. And we, you know, whatever Sherrod decides, we'll, we're going to, we're definitely going to consider battery mates. Um, as actually the only medium to to both make his decision, make his announcement, and communicate to voters uh, should he run. Great. That's no one, no one's ever lost we the presidency it. after announcing their candidacy on our show. That's, that's never. <laughs> yeah. No. So it's of good course luck. Not. Unde- undefeated. <laughs> um, unlike unlike the Red Sox, who lost fifty four times last year. <laughs> Oh, well, good times. <laughs> thanks, man. Thing. Appreciate thanks, it. Justin. <laughs> All right, thanks for having me on, guys. Well, that was great. Always nice to have uh, a Clevelander on the show. Um, and uh, <laughs> I, I, I could just have the show be only Clevelanders. That would be 
um, lovely for me. Um, you know, we get insular as, as time uh, goes on and uh, <laughs> stay in our own bubbles. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, you know, this is our first and only episode so far of the off season. Uh, it's our first episode of what we're calling season four. Uh, and there, this is going to be a. You keep saying you keep saying we're calling it season four. It's the fourth season of the of the show. That's it. It's I not, just, it's I just not... don't know how battery podcast seasons work. But I, I trust you. I don't. I don't know. Well, 2015 was our first season. Yeah. Well, no, the 16th season was our first season. 17, 18, 19. Yeah, it's a fourth season. Right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, there's some changes. Well, changes for the listeners, it won't feel that different. But changes for us. And I think we, we want to come clean about what's going to change uh, for season four. What's going to be new? What's going to feel new? Well, you know, we're going to try and do um, uh, things a little bit differently. I don't think people are going to notice. That, that neither, neither of our listeners are going to notice that much. But I think we're going to try and do these episodes more regularly. Um, but that means we're going to have them a little shorter. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to try and do some more interviews. Uh, we're going to keep doing uh, Battery Mates at the Movies. Uh, we're touring around with a couple of other additional segments, but uh, because of time difference and the fact that you know you're at work uh, uh, during the during the day and I'm at work in a completely different time zone during the day, and it's like we're not online at the same time, we're going to start doing a few of these segments and interviews. Um, uh, on our own so we'll we'll still do the, the 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 episodes hopefully weekly maybe fortnightly uh that's every two weeks uh for um, our american <laughs> listeners um but uh, some of the segments we'll, we'll try and do uh, on our own to to just drop in um but we've got a lot of plans um one thing i just you know i'll say right off the bat i'm i'm out of jokes i'm now <laughs> out of jokes <laughs> that's uh that's it. I'm 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 old. I'm tired, and um, I'm not funny anymore. I think I don't know. Yeah. Um, but we are taken, out of jokes. We, the world has we, finally beaten you in, beaten you down. Yeah, yeah we, 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 I, I'm 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 open to suggestions about how we open each episode because we haven't done it any other way. But um, yeah, I scraped the barrel uh, all the way through the barrel and into the into the ground, uh, and we're we're now out of jokes. But um, I, I'm I'm excited for this the season. I think we're going to have some some fun guests and some interesting guests. Um, uh, none of them have confirmed yet so I, I was hoping to kind of name drop a couple of people but um, uh, we'll see hopefully uh, uh, we'll have some uh, uh, reveals at our next episode I think we're going to try and do uh, uh, at least monthly during the off season and then a bit more regularly once spring training gets up and running and we're also planning a uh, Battery Meets at the Ballpark live episode um, in June which um, I don't think I've told you about yet, Toby. I hope you can make it. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's uh, let's do it. I, um, I'm in. Any ballpark in June, um, I'll be there. <laughs> great, great. All right. Well, uh, that's the uh, that's episode one. Well, so and, and you know, people already know you're out of jokes. They heard. I don't know what we're gonna do with. The, maybe we'll just have you say I'm out of jokes um, at the beginning of the episode. But um, <laughs> well, they'll, they'll, they've already heard that, so they've already feelings different about season four. Um, and, uh, hopefully they won't give us bad ratings on, on iTunes. Um, but are we still going to say, well, how are we going to end the show now? Well, we can't shag balls in the off season. Can we? Yo, you can shag balls in the off season. Yeah. All right. Let's shag those balls. <laughs> great. Great. Perfect. Perfect.